All right, welcome to episode number eight, everybody. Today we are going to talk about college, to go or not to go. This is a topic that gets a lot of debate when I was looking at it online. It's definitely one of those things where, you know, do you go to school? Do you not go to school? Do you go now? Do you go later? So we're going to talk a little bit about all of that today. My goal today is to give you some insight on making that decision to go or not to go to college. And I want you to kind of see that there are some other paths and that going back later in life is absolutely okay. So let's jump in. You're listening to the Connect the Dots podcast with me, Heather Balseric. This show is designed to help you navigate your career, understand your customer's experience, and bring us together as we learn more about our communities. So tune in, turn it up, and get ready to connect the dots. To go or not to go, that is the question. College. I remember in my early high school years when parents and family started asking me where I was going to college. It was never a question of if I was going or not. It was always, where was I going? So talk about that pressure. It was expected of me to go to college and to get a degree. And trust me, I wanted to go. That was the, that was the plan. I loved school and loved learning new things, but I know that that's not the case for everybody. So I wonder how many high school students get asked that question of, where are you going to school? Only to think to themselves, well, Gosh, do I even want to go? Do I need to go? Can I afford to go? So today we're going to talk about the questions that deal with going to college. Whether you're in high school now or you're thinking about going back to college, this is an episode I hope that will bring you some insight to help you with that question. All right, so I first want to talk to those of you who are considering college while you're in high school. So sophomores, juniors, seniors, this part is for you. Or if you're a parent to one of those people that falls into that category of a, of a high school student. I looked up on collegeinfogeek.com. They posted an article back in May of 2019 that posed this same question. So Elizabeth London was the author of this post, and she gave four basic questions that you can ask yourself about going to college. The first question is, do you know what you want to do? But really, do you? So while you don't have to have it all figured out right now, a general direction when you start into college is very helpful. If you aren't sure what field you want to be in, you can decide if starting college right out of high school makes sense. Maybe you want to get a job and work full-time for a semester or two to see if you can find a path that you want to go down before you jump into that commitment of classes. Elizabeth mentioned in this column about a gap year. This is absolutely something that you can consider. I had a friend in high school that did this. A year later, she found where she wanted to go. She went to school. She's now a teacher. And you can choose this route. And if you know that you want to go to college, but you're just, you want to take, you know, take that year to say, hey, I'm going to travel or I'm going to work. I'm going to kind of, you know, define that path. I'm going to save up money, whatever it is. 
make sure that you have a plan to just revisit that idea of, you know, what field you want to go into, what college you want to go into. Make a a reminder on your calendar to check in with that at least every three months. Because before you know it, five years will go by and you'll think, oh no, what now? I was supposed to take a gap year, not a gap half a decade. (laughs) But don't worry, if that's you, I got a little insight for you in just a bit. So it's okay if that happened. You blink and just time passes by. I completely understand. The second question that she poses is, are you going just because others expect you to go? Like in my opening to this podcast, so many people go to college just because they are expected to go, as I give you air quotes that you can't see. So being expected to go. Maybe it's your friends, your family, your teachers. It doesn't really matter who, but you really got to think about why you want to go to college because you're the one that's going to be there taking classes, doing the homework, writing the papers, paying the tuition. You know, that's your responsibility. So really think about that. Are you going just because others expect you to go? Is it something that you really want to do? The third question is, do you like school enough to go for four more years? Maybe even more? If you loathe going to class every day in high school, it does not magically change when you register for college. You don't suddenly go, you know, go down to the college that you're going to and you sign up for classes and the first day of class comes up and you have an 8 a.m. class. You don't suddenly like just burst out of bed ready to go. If you didn't like going to class in high school, it doesn't magically happen when you get to college. So depending on your field of study, how you structure your work-life balance and various other things, it may take you four or more years to finish. So personally, I got my four-year degree in four years. I did two years at an undergrad school. I did two years at a senior college. Um, I was a psychology major. There's not much you can do with that degree. Just so you know, those of you out there looking to go into psychology, fabulous field. Not a lot you can do with an undergrad degree. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. So I knew grad school was going to be next. It took me seven years, four major changes, and three schools to finish my master's. I was in college for almost as long as I was in high school. We'll let that sink in for a second. I was in college for almost as long as I was in high school. If I didn't like school... I would have never kept going. I would have never finished. It is a marathon, not a sprint. So that is really think about that. But if you find your, you know, if you, if you can answer those first two questions and you're still considering college, when you get to this question, this is a really good time to see if, um, to see if what you want to do can be learned like through a trade school or through a program at a community college Because maybe, you know, you get here and you're like, gosh, I just, you know, going to school just wasn't really for me. I don't like taking tests. I don't like writing papers. And if you think about the things that you want to do, you know, maybe if you, you know, maybe there's a trade program. Uh, Maybe there is a program at a community college where you can get like a specialized certificate in something. 
And those are different things that you can do that, yes, you may still have to go to school, but it may not be the, let me take my math and my English and my speech class and my science classes. It may, it's probably not going to be all of those things. The final question that she poses is, are you willing to put your life on hold? Putting your life on hold seems a bit drastic, but I see where Elizabeth is going with this one. Being committed to school means that you will that you will probably have your primary focus be school for four to X number of years, like we just talked about. You're essentially saying, hey, I'm going to keep learning and going to classes just like I have for the past 13 years. Now, I do want to say that you can go to college with a full load of classes, work full time, build a house, and get married all at the same time. I know you can because that's what I did. When I was 19 years old, I I had graduated at 18, went to college for a year. In that year, I got engaged. I planned a wedding. I started building a house with my husband, and I worked 40 hours a week at a sales job. So there are a lot of things that you can do all at the same time. So you don't necessarily have to put your life on hold but there are some things that may get pushed back on that to-do list. And I think it's just interesting to think about too. I, I see this a lot with the students that I work with. It seems to be that the more that you do kind of almost put on your plate, the less time that there is for activities that are going to take your focus away. So, you know, when I was going to college to get my undergrad, like I said, I was working full time. I was married and I built like my first husband and I, we built a house, um, you know, in that, in that time frame, and there was so much going on and it was just like, I had to keep my, I had to keep my stuff together and <laughs> there was no letting anything fall. So, you know, I'd got A's and B's in college. I didn't you fail any classes or anything like that. And so there's a lot of things that went into that. So I didn't put my life on hold necessarily, but there were a lot of nights where it was like, nope, sorry, we can't go out to eat. We can't go do this because I have to write a paper. So there's sacrifices that had to be made there. Hey, I just want to take a quick little pause here in the podcast to say thank you so much for listening. If you would, I would really appreciate it if you would just simply take a moment, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you've been here for the past few episodes, feel free to uh, hit that five stars and give me a little rating. Uh, Maybe write a little review so I can feature you on the next podcast. Thanks so much for listening and let's get back to the show. The next thing that I want to talk about is, okay, so maybe you weren't in this first group of people. Maybe you're not in high school. You're not thinking about, you know, you're not in that spot, right? You graduated. It's a little bit down the road and you're like, okay, man, I think I'm, think I may want to go back to school, uh, either to start your college degree, finish your college degree, or go back and get another degree. This is a decision that has so many factors built into it. So I went back and got my certificate of project management in 2019. It was three classes. They were five weeks apiece. It was all online. After being out of school for six years, this was so hard. 
There were so many times I just wanted to quit. But the opportunity to spend 15 weeks out of a year, so essentially one quarter of the year that I focused on completing the certificate, it helped me learn a lot more. I learned a lot of skills that I can use in my role at work. I can use in working on the podcast. Um, so project management skills are, are applicable in so many in so many ways. But the other thing is, is my company paid for my classes. So that helped make part of the decision to go back pretty easy. Like, okay, so I got to foot the bill first, but then they'll reimburse me as long as I pass. I got this. So I also had support from my friends and my family. It was still hard. And honestly, I don't know that I would ever do it again. I've told my husband that, I said, Jay, I said, if I ever say that I want to go back to school, please remind me of this moment when I am stressed out, have a project due, I have discussion questions due, (laughs) remind me of how much stress I'm under at this moment. So then maybe I won't do it. (laughs) But if you are in that situation where maybe you didn't go to college right after high school or within the first year or two, making that decision to return is hard because your situations probably have changed. Maybe you have a pretty steady job. You have a family. uh, You have responsibilities that have to be adjusted if you do return to school. So if you're considering going back, I want to want to take a look at those questions that we just asked ourselves about just going to college in general, if it was a good idea, if it was something we needed to do. I want to go back and and bring those questions down here and look at it from the aspect of returning to school or going back to start your degree. So the first question was, do you know what you want to do? So taking that time away may have helped you kind of find that area that you want to be in. Like I said, I had a friend that did this. You know, she stepped away and, you know, she figured out where she wanted to go and what she really wanted to do. And then she went and did it. So take that time away if you need to, because it may help you, again, find out the path that you want to go down. So are you going because others expect you to go? So with this one, I want you to think about, again, who is this for? Are you thinking about going to school for you? Is it for your boss? Maybe it is for your career, which by the way, if your company says that, Hey, you know, we, you know, if you want to go and get this degree, there's these opportunities that can happen. If your company is kind of giving you that back and you're, and you, for you, you're like, okay, yeah, I really want to do this because I love my job and I love what I do. And and I know I need to get that education so I can go another step further. Well then, yeah, it's an, it's okay to, to have that as a reason. The third question was, do you like school enough to spend four more years there? This one isn't exactly relevant, but we can look at it like this. Are you mentally prepared for the change that is going to happen when you step back into school? Whether it's one class at a time or four classes at a time or more, it will, you know, it will probably take you longer than four years if you're going back and still having that full-time, you know, maybe having the full-time job, that, you know, life, uh, family, those kind of responsibilities, it will probably take you longer than four years if you're going for, you know, a degree of that nature. So it, it will also probably keep you away from your family and friends at times. But what it will provide at the end of the race, you gotta like keep that focus. Like, why am I going back and what am I doing? You're, you're keeping that end goal of what that degree 
would provide or, you know, what that, the things that you're learning, what they're going to help you with. And then that last question of, are you willing to put your life on hold? And I think this question is a hundred percent appropriate. If you are thinking of going back to school again, if you are going back to school for the first time, going back to school to finish a degree or going back to get a different degree, life probably looks different now. So I want to share a story um, of a friend of mine. He, he went to college and while he was in college, he met his wife. They got married. They had two beautiful children. And at some point along the way, he, he left college. He always wanted to be a band director. And he is incredibly talented. And I've known him for a very long time. Um, I was really good friends with his sister in high school, so he was he was like a little brother to me. Uh, this past, I guess maybe a year, year and a half ago, he decided that, you know what? It's time. It's time for me to go back. And so, sorry. <laughs> it just, I'm so proud <laughs> of him. And it just makes me a little emotional. Um, but he decided that, you know, he was going to go back because he wanted to be a band director because he, um, he works for a couple of different schools as a drum instructor. He, you know, helps out at band camp. He is just involved as much as he can be, but you know, being a band director, that would be, you know, he'd be, he'd get to teach. He would get to do, you know, more, more things and influence more, you know, have that influence and, and do a lot of different things. So, but he went back to school and he, you know, he had some credits that he had to redo. He had some credits that he had to, that like didn't transfer. So he had to retake. And so he, you know, but he's working at it. You know, he does, he does the band camp stuff. He teaches drum lessons. He works part-time at a fast food restaurant. Um, and he goes to school full-time. And he has a wife and two children. And and these two children are very involved in, they both play sports. They are in, very involved in church. And, you know, his life is very full, even without school. But he said, this is the time. And he is setting such a good example for his children because of dedication that he has to going back and to, you know, putting himself through school to get this degree so that he can go fulfill his dream of being a band director. And I know that you can hear it in my voice. I know that you can hear my voice cracking and you can hear just the emotions that come up when I talk about the story because it's just, even for me, it is such an inspiration to see this, to see him go back and push himself to do all of these things. It just is, it's so inspiring to me. So I wanted, I wanted to leave you with that story because it is, again, it's a, it's a great example of just how, yeah, you may have started college and you didn't finish. Things didn't work out like you thought they were going to at that point, but that you can always go back. The question of to go or not to go to college 
isn't one that has to be answered one time. It can be asked and answered over and over and over again until you get to where you want to go. My goal for this episode was to give you a few starting points um, in your decision to go to college or go back to college. As we continue, we're going to keep diving deeper as we go. So I really want to know your thoughts and your questions because I want to dig deeper into this, but I want to make sure I'm going the direction that you want to hear. So please let me know what questions you have, the thoughts that you have. Next time, we are going to talk about funding your education. This one is one of those things that is really personal to me because I want to give you all the advice I never had. So again, regardless of where you are, starting school, going back to school, thinking about going back to school, like wherever you are, that financial aspect of funding your education is so important. And so I want to share with you the advice that I wish that I had had when I went to school. That brings us to the end of the episode. And like I always say, don't forget that you are loved, you are worthy, and there are great things ahead for you in this life. See you next week. So to make sure that you don't miss out on next week's episode, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get notified. Come on and join the conversation over on Instagram and follow me at MsHeatherby.org or at Polkadotdesk. We are here for you and look forward to bringing you more information about career, customers, and community. This podcast is brought to you by the Polkadot.